Hello, and welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Episode 231. 231. We're just waiting for 280, really, aren't we? Or, or Godo, I don't know. Waiting for what? Godo. Godo? Yeah. Godo? Oh, never mind. Let's move on swiftly. Is, um, that, is, is that like God's hip cousin? Yeah. Uh, uh. Okay. Right. We'll, we'll yeah. move on very swiftly and get on with this beer. Um, we have got... Lake House Brewery and the Cherry Chocolate Porter. Uh, as you might have noticed, there's no Stephen. He's oh, yeah. Hi. on the other hemisphere somewhere. We're not exactly sure where. Um, oh no, he's got soul today. He's he, got soul. He, he's got soul. <laughs> yeah, we've we've all heard him sing. He hasn't. He really hasn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's enjoying the delights of uh, South Korea um, amid the specialty coffee scenes. Annual, yeah. We, have, we haven't fight. We ha- we haven't sent him to take care of Trump, honestly. <clears throat> He's out there, yeah. So the World British Championships. Um, Am I allowed to get political on this? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that counts. I think that's just. <laughs> if I've offended anyone, which I highly doubt, with that remark, uh, tough. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, we've got Lake House Brewery, me and Gary, um, and I have done. Absolutely no research. Uh, so, oh, God, Roland. Yeah, I've I've been having far too much fun this weekend to actually get round to um, thinking about research at all or mm. doing any of my emails. Um, so yes, I at the Manchester Coffee Festival last weekend, we were very very lucky to be joined uh, by uh, Brian and Tasha from Weird Beard, and also uh, Terry from. Turncoat, and um, oh, I'm sorry. I I think it was same as Sam. Sorry, that one of the brewers from um, from Alphabet for a really really interesting chat about uh, the beer industry and distilling industry and and so on and and how there might be some parallels there to what we're doing in coffee. Um, that video is going to end up on on the Tampa Tantrum website, so you can do. Can I go and have a watch of that a bit later on? I will be tweeting links to that as to when it goes up. It should be fun. Really interesting yeah, to I discuss imagine. about branding and also about like how you have that product, your core range, all sorts of interesting stuff. Well, I've, I've been... This is something I've uh, been saying for a long time. There are actually a lot of similarities when you look at our industry and the beer industry, you know, food and wine. There's so much crossover and a lot of what we're trying to... A lot, a lot of what we're trying to achieve is very much the same thing. But it's just the product that's different, so it's always interesting to hear um, perspectives from other other people within uh, the specialty industry as a whole, especially mm. the food and drink industry as a whole, to see uh, how they're uh, they're approaching similar issues. Because it's uh, it, it's amazing how often you're surprised by someone's done something a particular yeah. way, and it's just like it, when they say it, it's just like. Of course, why wouldn't you do that? It's so simple. Uh, it's great to look outside the box from time to time. And some really interesting stories um, and, and perspectives because, so, Weird Beard have been going for a, a little while now. Grew from kind of home brewers into uh, fairly well known because they bottle quite a lot and they export quite a lot, but they're not a huge volume brewery really. Um, and, and very much got their own kind of thing and their own branding and their own style of doing stuff. Um, Terry is, is now a, a distiller 
So it makes gin and vodka, um, as well as um, some bitters, house bitters and stuff as well, which are is really cool. But he's he's actually started out as before that he worked in beer. He's actually set up two breweries that um, have been successfully set up Liverpool Craft Beer Company before leaving. Um, then that was they were sold, and he stayed on as head brewer for a little bit before he decided he didn't want to, to stay there in that capacity, and then. Um, Black Lodge as well, which he's then helped set up, and and before becoming maybe onto this kind of career as a distiller, so has a really different perspective on things. Uh, and Alphabet, of course, again doing doing things differently in Manchester again, um, part of that Manchester scene that sprung up really strong over the last few years, um, and have got a really distinct branding. And as if I had one of their cans actually the night before. Uh, I heard them talk, uh, which was very nice and good to see in in Manchester. Mm. Anyway, we should get on with this beer. Talking about yeah, the Lake House Brewery. Uh, so long as this uh, brewery is in no way related to the terrible film starring uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. I, I think uh, that's that, a very a time, time traveling post box, uh, like time traveling phone booths. That's fine. Time traveling <laughs> post boxes. No, no, Keanu. <laughs> okay. The, there's one from for Martin, who, who I know will be listening. We, we, I got uh, to who reference in there, good. He'll oh, be happy. I, I, I was going Bill and Ted, Keanu Reeves. Oh, but yes. yeah, oh, Do- Doctor Who. Who is, too, yeah. 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 Post, yes. Don't get me wrong, I, I'm pretty sure the phone booth that they're using Bill and Ted is a nod to Doctor Who, like the guy who wrote that was clearly a fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes. Well, if you're okay, going to so tra- is... travel through time and space, you don't want a DeLorean. A cramped <laughs> box that you can squeeze as many people as possible into so this is a cherry chocolate porter. It's brewed in uh, Worcestershire. Um, that's basically it, because I haven't done my, my research. Bad Roland. Bad, yeah. Bad Roland. Five and a half percent. So what do you want from a porter, Gaz? Well, um, truthfully, I'd rather not have a porter. The porters are probably my least favourite... Um, but you like dark beer. beers. Like, I know you like dark beers. I, I do like dark beers, but I'm more of a fan of a stout than a porter. There's, it's, it's more of a textural thing. Like, I enjoy the, the texture and the body so of a porter. Uh, you... Sorry, a, a stout even. Uh, rather than so a given that these terms are very flexible, mm. and like, I don't think anybody's really got any good definitions of what the differences are between all these things, what do you expect when you get a pick up something that says it's a porter rather than a stout? Well, I expect it to be lighter-bodied. Certainly. Um... In respect of whether the alcohol is higher, it's a light, yeah, a light yeah, texture. With regard to that, yeah, it's, it's texturally it's more it's more closer to um, a lighter beer in that respect. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what it is about porters. I always get that roastiness coming through from them as well. Yeah. I, I, it's, yeah. it's just I, all, I immediately expect there to be a roasty flavour to it, and there is a little bit of roastiness to this. Yeah. Um, there is definitely here. I. I think you, you do taste a lot of stouts are milk stouts, actually. So milk stouts use lactose, and that gives it both lots of body. Um, but that kind of sweetness, if you've got a more sweeter style of stout, even if you've got roasty flavours there, quite often that balances them a little bit. So you don't necessarily get them coming through as much, I think. Yeah. I think the thing for me is uh, <laughs> that whenever I've had porters, they've always, the aftertaste is always that roast for me. 
like even now this and drinking yeah, it the defining after flavour the, the, the defining aftertaste that I have from things that are port as opposed to stouts is always that roastiness that always lingers on the palate and yeah. sometimes I don't mind it sometimes it can just be offensive it's just like it just le- sits and lingers it depends on the degree more than anything like this is probably as far as I'd want to push it I mean, this, like this is like I can just about tolerate that, but any more, any more in it, it'd be, be, be like no. Yeah, this is probably beyond what I can tolerate. This is just too roasty. Oh. There's, there's almost like a metallic kind of quality to mm-hmm. it that I find that I'm really, really well, I know struggle you with. You really don't like roast flavors in. in no, beer, I don't. But that's because that's we're, true. we train ourselves <clears> to pick those out as defect in our we do and, so. and in fairness I, I've started to o- open myself up to that a little bit more mm. I've actually found that there's like a few stouts I've had that I've actually gone you know what yeah there's a little bit of roast there but I, you're right it's, it's balanced by the flavours and I quite like yeah. that it's, well that's the thing isn't it is that it's talking about balances like it shouldn't be the overriding flavour for me and that's the thing like more often than not a lot of porters I try that's the it's a, that's the defining flavour and it kills all the other character of the which is interesting because this is a cherry chocolate beer and mm. I think cherry, chocolate, and a dark beer is a great combination. Mm. Uh, that is really obvious. But I don't really get that cherry chocolate thing here. I can get, I can get the chocolate, certainly, but it's, it's more of a milk chocolate than anything for me. Uh, but the cherry, I, I'm, not, I'm struggling to pick out. So. I can get hints of them. But in a way that if you got, I think if you got a bit more sweetness there, and that less that dominant roast flavour, it would sell chocolate and cherry to me much more because chocolate and cherry makes me think of one thing. It makes me think of the desserts. Well, you do like your desserts. Don't I you? do love my desserts, mm. and that's a great you know, flavour combination. It's great, but this isn't a dessert type beer. It's not one of those unctuous, mm. rich. Sweet beers. It's a dry, bitter. That's the thing I always really enjoy about the big, heavy, dark beers. Is like the re- the really, really good ones are almost decadent. Like they are yeah. just they are like having they're a sweet treat just to have at the end of a oh, yeah. end of a session. You like. absolutely can, can't you? Like you yeah. can you can finish your your meal and think I don't actually want a dessert, but I want something like that experience. I'm going to open that imperial stout. Yeah, and it's. It's slow and it's heavy and thick and rich and all those same kind of things you get. And that's the thing I always enjoy the most about the darker beers. So, um, but yeah, uh, I don't think I've really got much else to say about it apart from that. I mean, it's not terrible, but it is pushing. Uh, just with the roasty roast hints in there, it's pushing my boundaries for what I can tolerate. Um, so, yeah, without really knowing much more about the Lake House and what other range they've got, because um, Roland didn't do any research, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and I will keep my eyes peeled for uh, any of the beers that they do. Uh, I'll give this a six. Yeah, I'm... I think this was an interesting idea. Um, as I said, I think cherry, chocolate, dark beer... It's not necessarily super out there, but it's a it's a good kind of thing. It's the kind of thing that I would be interested to pick up from most people. But 
I find the bitterness um, that you get from those roast flavours and the dryness of it um, just too much for me. There's too roasty, not enough sweetness. And the cherry and the chocolate, I can kind of get them there, but I just feel they're lost behind all the other stuff. And I, I'm genuinely struggling to finish this. <clears throat> now, I know that, that some people will say that's kind of that's my personal um, dislike of those kind of style of beer. Mm-hmm. Um I probably would, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's... that's and, I, and I can see why you go with a six. I don't think it's... I, I don't think it's a superbly balanced beer, but I can see it's, it's an interesting idea and it's not... It's, it's not a terribly brewed beer. Really. No, exactly. There's nothing fundamentally wrong in in what they've gone for in terms of like how they executed it, really. Um, and I like the the basic idea. I just think that recipe's probably not, not right, right for not me. Yeah, right. it needs a bit of finessing. Um, I'm not sure I would look for them again and I might have a question mark over trying other beers if I'm honest because I say this this one is a nice idea that hasn't really connected with me but I might also give them a go if I, if the beer sounded interesting um, as this one has done and you know I should be positive about people actually trying cherry chocolate bottles and stuff rather than just going for yet another bitter or yet another Porter, that's a good thing. So, um, you know what? I'm going to go with a five. Yeah. I feel some umming and ahhing there. Oh, well, indecisive. Mm. You just like it. <laughs> well, you've drunk up. I'm not going to. Um, you're, yeah, you're, you're not shutting up either. <laughs> I think we better do that then. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> <laughs>